Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. James chapter 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations. Greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wild flower. For the sun rises with the scorching heat and withers the plant, its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away, even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Don't merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious, and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues, deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Religion that our God and Father accepts as pure and faultless as this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. When Paul and the other apostles were pursuing the mission to the nations, James probably stayed in Jerusalem pastoring a church of Christ-following Israelites. So, he writes with a pastor's heart and a delicious, spicy Jewish flavour. This flavour could be summed up with the verse, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. That's verse 22. 
Obedience and action were ground into the Jewish understanding of religion, sacrificing at the temple, taking care of family members, controlling your diet, celebrating the festivals. Religious life meant doing God's things in all of life. That was just how it was. Most of us have grown up in a cultural blend of Greek and romantic thought. In Greek thinking, thinking, ideas are beautiful. You can dwell on them, debate them and devote yourself to them all the time, reclining on your klismos, nibbling olives. On the other hand, romantic thought has taught us to celebrate epic moments of inner joy and ravishing acts of beauty. Much modern worship services doff their beret to the French romanticism of the Enlightenment. Neither Greek thinking nor romantic thinking are wrong, but they can lead into immaturity and error unless they're tempered with the Jewish mind. So it's worth us digesting as much of James as we can. It's worth us reading James as if he's a foreigner we're trying to desperately understand. Let's get him to speak slow. Let's repeat back to him his sentences to make sure we've really understood. Some of James's lines seem simple and instantly applicable. Tame your tongue, be quick to listen. And yet, with the Jewish mindset, we realise their huge power. We come to them like sporting drills to be practised and practised again to make us do God's things. I want to be someone who delves into all the riches of all that God has for me. I want to get close to being perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Verse 4. I want to delight in thinking about God. I want to enjoy feeling God. And I also want to act like God. And so I'll try to practice this book like a coaching manual for life. Here is a question for reflection. Are there things you believe that you struggle to live? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.